You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In the spirit of reconciliation, we are theatre acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Hello, theatre fans, one and all. Welcome back. We are on our first show spotlight for 2023, and we're starting off at the Haze. We're starting off with Urinetown. I've got Benoit and Barbara here. Hey, guys, how's it going? Hey, Josh. Hi, great. I am really excited (laughs) about this, guys. Urinetown is like one of these kind of unique shows that um, most, I would say, new musical theatre people don't know anything about because it is an older show older modern show let's call it 2001 was when it kind of hit the stage um but first let's dive into you guys as performers we'll start with you Benoit how did you get to where you are today ah good question um (laughs) so I um I don't know I guess I was performing at a very young age um, in my school musicals and school productions and things like that. Yeah. Um, so I did that throughout primary school and then going into high school as well. I was very lucky. I went to a, um, went to a great high school that, you know, um, did lots of great musical theater shows and I was lucky in that sense. Yep. And then, um, when I was about 16, I was like, oh yeah, I could make this a career. I could maybe do this for the rest of my life. And then I, graduated year 12 and then um, auditioned for some um, music theatre courses and then got into one of my dream courses at the VCA in Melbourne, studied there for three years and then graduated in 2021 and then have just since been auditioning and doing a few shows here and there and then I was lucky enough to score myself. Um, You're in town at the Hayes and then that's where I am, baby. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Barra, let's jump to you. Um, so I was like a dancer when I was younger. I grew up there in that sort of world. Um, and then I got to high school and mom and dad were like, you know, this is the time to start knuckling down at school time. Um, and I was great at school, but I, I don't know, missed that sort of passion for performing. Um, and then I got introduced to like a local theatre company because I'm from Brisbane. So down in Brisbane, Rocket Productions, yeah, they were amazing and sort of, um brought that spark back to life and I was like you know what same as Benoit what do I want to do with my life this is pretty much all I do with my life now um and so I was like yeah let's give it a shot while we're young 
Um, and so I studied for two years at the Australian Dance Performance Institute, doing a diploma and advanced diploma of music theatre, um, which was great experience, great training. And then that got me into my um, bachelor course, which I've just come, I just graduated from last year. It's the new um, Bachelor of Music Theatre at the Elder Conservatorium down in Adelaide um, with George Torbay. So that's been brilliant. Awesome. Um, and now I'm here at the Hayes as well, just after graduating, which has been such an honour. And yeah. That's yeah. so cool. Um, on a, like, almost a fan scale, what do you guys remember the first show that you guys saw professionally and that kind of would have started that track to where you are? I, funnily enough, never, ever saw musical theatre growing up, like ever. There you go. Um, yeah, it was really interesting. It's something my parents never really took me to. Yeah. Um, and I think my first show I ever saw was in 2000. Oh, I'm going to get the date wrong, but it was 2015 maybe. And I saw The Lion King with my with my best friend, yeah. maybe 2015, maybe a little bit earlier. Um, so, and solid that was one the to first... start off though. <laughs> yeah, it was a great one to start off with for sure. Yeah. But it was, yeah, it took me a really long time to see musical theatre yeah. professionally. Um, so I don't really know what it was. Yeah. I think it was just being on stage for me that kind of sparked yeah, the interest and love for it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think I got into it, like, quite late, like Benoit. Um, I would say I think, I think mine's The Lion King too. I think. Because um, we're the same age, probably saw it at the same time when we were younger. Probably. Um, <laughs> we're literally a day apart, fun fact. We are. Oh, but I also remember seeing Oliver on the West End when I was younger, randomly on like a family trip. So that would have been like there deep yeah. down somewhere for a while. <laughs> yeah, lovely. Um, let's dive in to being at the Hayes. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Let, can you guys throw me your kind of summary of who you guys are in this show um, so we know <laughs> what we're talking about for the next little bit? I'll start with you, Barbara. Um, give me an idea into who you bring to life. So my character is little Becky Two-Shoes. She's this little um, firecracker. Um, she's part of the poor and um, me and Benoit's character are a little bit of a duo. We work together and I don't know how many spoilers we can sort of give on this show, but um, in Act 2 they're in a secret hideout um, and, yeah, trying to get back at the higher powers that are treating them really terribly yeah. um, with all of the laws that are going on. And so she's a big part in keeping their side strong and um, standing up for what they want in the world. So yeah, don't yeah, know cool. that. Yeah. Well, that, that answered the question. Bema? Anything uh, hot, hot Blades Harry is the character I play. Um, <laughs> and he's a little, uh, similar to Barbara, a little pocket rocket who is infested with the idea of, I guess, um, revenge and vengeance. Um, and so he works alongside Barbara's character, little Becky Two Shoes, and the rest of the poor um, yes. to sort of capture, they capture hope. Um, and they use her as bait, I guess, to get back at the government um, yep. in the show. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, lovely. <laughs> um, if you had to give some random person standing outside the theatre being like, mm, do I see this show, an elevator pitch of what the show is? 
how would you do it? <laughs> how would I do it? Yeah. What, what's your elevator pitch of, hey, this is oh. why you should come see this show? Oh, um, that's a hard question. Um, I think I would just maybe do a song and dance. And maybe just be like, come to Piss Town. I promise you'll enjoy it. There'll be something in there that you'll enjoy. I don't know. It's so hard with a show like You're In Time because it's designed to... Yeah. Like to, the marketing is all about the fact that it's not a conventional show, and so yeah. it's a mm-hmm. bit obscure. And so a lot of people, even the general public, have like walked past. We've seen walk past the you're in town poster going, "You're in town? What type of show is that?" <laughs> like it's <laughs> it's hard, but it's full of fun. Yeah. It's full of humor. It's full of joy, and it's yeah. The especially with the such a like the theater like the haze. It's such yeah. an intimate space. Everyone's a part of the fun, and everyone's a part of the joke, and it's yeah. Yeah. It, it, I love the show so much. That was a perfect lead in like getting audiences in and seeing their reactions to this show in a space like the Hayes. Um, yeah. For those of you that have listened to the show before, you've heard me talk about the Hayes when we spoke to the guys from Bonnie and Clyde. Mm. Such a unique venue with mm. the tiered seating that ends right on your level um, mm. at stage level. What was it like getting audiences in and getting this show up and running um, on that first couple of nights, having people in front of you? Yeah, it was good. I mean, I feel like doing a comedy is always so scary because when you're rehearsing for a really, I mean, I was going to say for a really long time, we only (laughs) rehearse for like a week, which is insane. (laughs) Um, But when you're rehearsing, um, you rehearse the jokes, I guess, in the comedy so much that you forget it's funny. Yeah. So when, so when you have an audience, especially in the haze, when it's so intimate, like Barbara was saying, and it's, and they're so there and you feel a really strong connection with them because it's so small. Um, it's such a different performance to hear them laughing and hear yeah. them interact with you. And it's so, it's so lovely as an actor. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure the rest of the cast agrees, but um, it's just very fulfilling and really satisfying when you kind of, you know, get that interaction with them and it's, yeah. it's quite nice. Yeah. Yeah. Barbara. Um, yeah. I think with a show like you're in town, the connection between the performance, like the characters and the audience is such a big thing in the writing, yeah. let alone like uh, the story. Um, so I think establishing that connection in a small space where people can like, the audience can see the expressions and how you're interpreting things and the jokes and the, the um, like the satire behind it all. Um, I think the haze is a really great space because when I did it, uh, I've done, we're both on the show separately in different mm. Um, companies and institutions and the version that I did was on a much bigger scale as well, um, which has its benefits, of course, but it's also nice working in it in such a small scale and getting nuances that are designed within the show because the show is designed for a lot of people doubling up as characters and all that sort of thing. So, yeah, I think it's it's a great... <laughs> and whoever's got it jumping in mind first can jump in and I think I think straight away 
um, my favorite thing to watch. And I think <laughs> it's sort of the only moment that we get to watch because we're in everything. Yeah. Um, is the <laughs> duet with um, Hope and Bobby. I think that's always okay. so sweet. It's such a beautiful number. And it's just those two on stage and they, um, uh, Petronella and Joel, who play Hope and Bobby, um, respectively, um, do such a beautiful job of just capturing this love that Hope and Bobby have, this innocent love. And it's just so sweet to listen to and watch every night. Um, yeah. And then I think my favorite, my favorite part that I'm in is definitely snuff the girl when we're sort of doing a big dance number and, um, we we've got hope captured on the on the chair and we're sort of surrounding her and um threatening to kill her and everything and it's just such a big song and dance number and it's really really fun mm -hmm. uh, yeah. typical broadway number yeah you, you know, it's hard it's hard not to love. <laughs> i feel like i have to say the same thing in terms of the one that i um love being a part of in snuff because yeah. it's benoit and i and we have the best time, so it's mm. definitely up there on the list. Um, and I was also going to say follow your heart because it is the only time we are upstage um, because it is so wonderful. But to be different, I'm going to say um, we have this gag in the show because our Tiny Tom is the same character as our Barrel and often those tracks cross paths. Yeah. So instead of instead of trying to, you know, get Tom, so our Tiny Tom is the actor's called Tom, which I think is hilarious too. Um, <laughs> instead of making Tom like sneak around to appear as Barrel, we actually make it a big like this yeah. like, a big uh, gag, um, so we don't hide it basically. And so we make it this big thing in terms of we look at Tom as if Tom's forgotten that he's supposed to be Barrel, and it's he like runs around. Apologizes <laughs> for stuff. It's it's really funny. We'll have to mm. like, and again and again. So I think that's really clever. That's sick. that's a really cool way of doing it. Um, yeah. That kind of brings us to the end here, guys. So one one last question. If you had to give anybody listening, watching, seeing this on social media, one reason why they should jump on to heystheater.com.au slash events slash year in town right now and buy a ticket to come see you guys, what's the one reason that they should get a ticket right now? I think they should get a ticket right now because you'll laugh. You'll probably cry of laughter. Your stomach will hurt from laughing, which I think is something that we've needed in the past yeah. few years. Yes. So give yourself the pleasure of doing that. And you'll also walk away, I think, um, realizing that the show has said something about the world that we live in, which I think is what is so important about theater. Yeah. Um, in any way, shape or form, I think you'll walk away from it, having such a good time and yeah. questioning the world that we live in, which I think is great. Just before you jump in on that, Barbara, mm -hmm. that's a good point. Comedy and satirical comedy at that as well. Um, yeah. How the the theme, like how theatre transmits themes most of the time is kind of makes you feel and puts you in yeah. the person's shoes. With the satirical comedy, how do you reckon you're in town goes about that to kind of give people that connection and be like, Hey, yeah. this is, this is you, this is what your world's like right now. And after yeah, everything yeah. we've been through, how do you think people are perceiving that satirical side of things differently and being able to connect with that? Yeah. I think your intent does a great job of just laying it out there and giving it hardcore and sort of not, um, beating around the bush. Yeah. I think it goes, Hey, these are the problems. 
we're going to make jokes about it because it's funny, but yeah. also you're laughing at it because you, because the joke's funny, but then you realize that it's actually happening. Yeah. And then you go, oh, that's funny because we live in that world and this world is actually not as different as the world we live in now. Yeah. Which I think is great writing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the show was made nearly 20 years ago, but it's still relevant now, which I think is so yeah. important. Um, yeah. And I think audiences appreciate that. Well, at least I hope they appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, Barbara, one reason why? Um, I think Urinetown grows on people. Um, mm. So I feel like those that know Urinetown absolutely love it. And those that don't know Urinetown, they learn to love it really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think you'd be surprised is what I'm going to say and how much you'll connect and enjoy with the show. There we go. There's your... <laughs> Two reasons why you should go and see. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's amazing, um, guys. You've got what two, three weeks until yeah. you're out. Yeah. So yeah. let's say two and a half to call it even. Um, yeah. Tickets, as we said before, heystheater.com.au forward slash events forward slash year in town. You guys can get everything there. Uh, this is going to be one of those again. I absolutely love the Hayes as a theater, guys. So if you haven't been there get there because the experience inside as an audience member is I think just as unique as being on that stage and being in that space as well. Um, so make sure you're checking out. You've got until February 5th to see this show guys. So just the other side of the turn of the month to get in and see this show. So make sure you're doing it. Uh, and we will be back next week, next week with a brand new episode. This has been our first show spotlight. We're back to uh, our spotlight with sam hagan tomorrow uh next week and yeah i know right i'm excited too um, <laughs> <laughs> but wherever you guys are right now make sure you're giving us a like thumbs up following sharing everything's going to be there you'll see us all on social media these guys will be everywhere make sure you're following them as well and we'll be back next week with a brand new episode of the we are Theater podcast bye Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theatre community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theatre professionals, search the RISE Theatre Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheatre.org. That's theatre with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.